Welcome to the Willing and Winning Podcast. I'm your host and multicultural gay best friend, Will Hill. Each week, I'll be speaking over the digital ether to create a positive space in which we can all find the will to overcome pretty much everything and open discussions on the colorful moments in media. If we didn't know each other before, now is our chance to meet in the middle and positively grow from here. Together, let's find the will to win. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Will Hill. I am the host at the Willing and Winning Podcast. For any of my new listeners, welcome into the community. Today, we're just going to be getting into some mindfulness. Something to talk about is the importance of mindfulness. Recently, I finished reading this book called Modern Mindfulness by Rohan Gunatiaki. I think that's how you say the last name. I really... I don't like mispronouncing first names or last names. I just think that's rude. So I do hope I said that correctly. Um, However, Rohan is the founder of the mindfulness app, Budify. And he wrote the book Modern Mindfulness with an understanding that no matter what, mindfulness is important to have in our lives because it keeps us calm amid the storm and that's really the focus of the message but more importantly his insight and kavit to the entire book was how we can maintain our mindfulness in the modern technological world that we live in you know it's a very fast-paced world we're bombarded constantly with news all the time more than we actually need to and not just you know world news or community news, literal news for every little thing. And it's just so much of an overload that it can become very, very overwhelming and stressful. And sometimes we don't know how to handle that stress, which is the whole purpose of his book. It is to teach us how we can deal with that anxiety and stress and become more attuned with ourselves to become more mindful. Not only really does the book give insight to mindfulness, but it also, you know, gives a little bit of history for where the roots of mindfulness came from and how they were integrated into our society, as well as there's a ton of tips and techniques to how we can positively exist in this society and have a positive relationship with technology and ourselves and how we can have a positive relationship with mindfulness. But before I get into that. I just, you know, I wanted to check in with everybody, you know, make sure everyone's doing okay, staying safe, staying healthy, staying well, drinking water, you know, doing the things to take care of ourselves, making sure we're checking in with our loved ones. I just, I just want to maintain these little check-ins with everybody because, you know, some of us might be lonely listening to this and it's nice knowing that you still have someone to check in with you. And I just want to make sure that my community is safe, well, and okay. And in the spirit of being safe, well, and okay, and caring for community, an artist that I am, you know, truly obsessed with, I have zero shame in this obsession, is Taylor Swift. You know, she showed us just how much she really cares for her community by releasing 
the sister album to Folklore, which I thought was absolutely amazing. However, she released her ninth studio album, Evermore. I believe it was technically last Friday at 12 a.m. Yeah, if I'm correct, because I remember I stayed up waiting for this album to be released. I downloaded it instantly into my Apple Music, and I had a time. You know, me and some CBD had a little bit of a rendezvous beforehand. So when it was time for me to listen to the album, I was just, my mind was fully open and ready to go further into the folklore. It was it was a beautiful piece of work. I'm obsessed with it. I cannot stop listening to it. My current favorite, uh, which it's like so hard to have a favorite, I feel like, because they're all so well written. But if there's a track that I've been consistently listening to, it's actually two of them. Um, it is Tis the Damn Season and Marjorie. They're both, They. I just feel like they really, they capture the emotions and feelings that are within my heart. Especially Marjorie, because, you know, this isn't something I really open up about on my own social media as much. I mean, I've talked about it before and I've shared when it happened, but the summer that I graduated from college was the same summer that I lost my grandmother and she was honestly my best friend. If I'm being honest, you know, I could tell her anything. She could tell me anything. We knew all the little details about each other and there was never any judgment. There was always love and acceptance. We always had a great time and hearing the song Marjorie, it just brought me back to all the nostalgic moments that I had with my grandmother and that I'm so thankful that I got to experience life with her while she was here on this earth. So it was emotional. I mean, I didn't cry, you know, in front of my, my in it, in front of any, anybody in my house because, you know, I'm a Scorpio and I like to keep that tough outer shell. But I like, I've had moments, you know, where I'm going on a walk or I'm just here doing work and I'm listening to it and I catch myself tearing up. And for me, it's just, it's nothing negative. It's just the thoughts and memories that I have make me so happy that they, the memories bring me to tears. But I don't want to have this whole episode or start off this episode on a sad note. So I just want to throw out there that this was a time for the T-Swift fans, for myself. I loved every bit of the album. I am so, so happy to see where this is going to go. You know, when we got Folklore, we got the Folklore Studio Sessions on Disney+, Plus, which that was amazing. Folklore was creme de la creme. And the two together, I feel like if, you know, listening to them in back-to-back as one long story, they're really is going to be something there. So I think that's actually something I might get into this weekend, you know, finding the time to just listen to the album and really listen to it, both of them, all day long. And just just see where my, my mind goes with the storytelling. But that 
if that happens, you know, I'm not really sure what I'm going to get into this weekend. But if that happens, I will make sure to update everybody on it. And, you know, we should all be listening to Evermore. It's a really good album. And yeah, you know, congratulations, Taylor Swift. You are truly, truly, in my honest opinion, you're the GOAT, greatest artist of all time. Because seriously, two albums in a year and within the time span that you did, that's true genius work. So congratulations. However, we are going to move on and get into today's episode again. I hope everybody is just doing well and we're ready to learn a little more about mindfulness and why it's important. And hopefully you guys will all go check out the book. I'll make sure to link it in the show notes. I'll post it on social. And let's get into today's episode. In the words of Taylor Swift, tis the damn season to gift. If you follow me on Instagram, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you do. But for those of you that don't, I've been sporting this vintage stylish timepiece. And I've got to say, it has seriously become a staple in my everyday wardrobe. My friends from across the pond, Divestum, wanted me to have something a little special this year that'll hold me accountable and keep me accountable in style. Divestum is an affordable luxury watch brand designed to elevate your style and your love of wearing watches. In the season of giving, I want to share my special code, WILLHILL20, so you can enjoy 20% off your order at divestum.com. So go ahead, gift yourself or a loved one with some timeless style this season. Head over to divestum.com, use code WILLHILL20 for 20% off your order. I'll be making sure to linking that in the show notes. And now we're going to get back to the conversation. Again, make sure to visit divestum.com and use code WILLHILL20. So in the beginning of the show, I talked about a book I was just recently wrapped up on reading called Modern Mindfulness by Rohan Gunatiaki. Again, I do apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. That is something that I try not to do. So again, I'm going to try to pronounce the last name and names on this podcast as best as I can. However, in the beginning of this episode, I talked about the book that I recently read, Modern Mindfulness, and how it really, it gave such an insight, an insight to why mindfulness is important and why it's important for us to have in our lives. Not just why it's important, but why it is important to have in our lives. And I really just want to get right into this episode with talking about why mindfulness is important. You know, if this year has taught us anything, it is how we can truly, and I mean truly, be more mindful human beings. You know, the pandemic aside and coming to realize that there are things that are greater than us and some things just don't matter that we really shouldn't be stressing about. There is so much other negativity that has happened and throughout the year i've seen how when we lack strength in our mindfulness and we lack the strength and the awareness to be mindful sometimes that causes us to go a little off the deep end and we react not in the most positive way so with strengthening our mindfulness and 
becoming more attuned with it, you know, we can be more conscious human beings. We could be conscious enough to, you know, not let the small slights of the day disrupt us and really take us off course and let it and let it define, you know, who we are for that day because it's not about the situation. It never is. It is always about how we react to that situation. And when you choose to react negatively, you're coming from a place where you're lacking in your mindfulness. You know, you're lacking the conscious state to understand that, you know, I'm a little, I've been thrown off my beat and rhythm a little bit, but that's part of life. You know, there's balance in life. If your day is going super well, you know, something might come up. Not, It's not always guaranteed <clears throat> that it will happen on a, that day specifically, but if you're having a really good day, the next day or even within that day, some small blip is going to come up that it's going to throw you off your rhythm a little bit, kind of catch you off guard, put you off your beat. But when we're mindful, those things don't totally sideswipe us and take us off course. For example, you know, sometimes I'm sitting here in my office and I'm just brainstorming. I'm working on drafting blog articles, working on editing blog posts, working on creating content for the podcast, working on social media content, or even just working on projects for clients that I have with my digital freelance work. You know, I'm sitting there and sometimes I get so antsy and I'm trying my hardest to focus on the work at hand, but I find myself feeling as if I've been staring at the screen too long. I feel trapped inside of a room. So I get like a little shaky, like I can feel my legs starting to shake. My chest is feels shaky. My heart feels like it's beating a lot faster. And in those moments, you know, thanks to this book and the tips and tricks that I've learned, I'm able to bring my, <clears throat> I'm so sorry, my voice is so scratchy. I definitely need to get myself some water. But through the book and the lessons that I've learned, when I get into those moments, it does help me understand that it's just a small a small blip that is catching me off guard, but I'm in control. I have the control to stay aware and to stay in this situation. You know, when I do get into those little antsy moments, it does get distracting and takes my focus off of my work. And for me to stay focused, I have to bring myself back to that focus and bring myself back into alignment with what I was just doing. And without mindfulness, I, I'm not able to do that. So thankfully, with mindfulness and through the tips and tricks I've learned out of the book and I've started incorporating and practicing into my own life, I am able to bring myself back down to the equilibrium I'm seeking. And my work gets done much more efficiently. And I'm not trying to scramble last minute to get things done. So if I'm if there's anything that I would wrap it up in as to say why mindfulness is important, it is that 
it makes us conscious in a positive way. It helps us react, you know, instead of pushing the papers off the desk because the Wi-Fi is not working, you can get up, walk around your house for a bit, take a, a breather outside, take a few breaths, you know, give your technology some space to breathe herself and then come back to it with a much more clear state of mind. And, you know, with mindfulness, there is that control. You're bringing yourself back to being able to control yourself in any and every situation. You know, you're giving yourself the ability to control your mind over unrational thoughts and fears. And that control is more powerful than anything, and it can't be taken away from you. So I highly encourage everyone, everyone listening, and everyone in general, to find this book, get it, and start practicing mindfulness in your life. Like I said, that this year has been just so hectic. And it's been a balance, you know, there's been positive and negative things going on, but it really has just been quite the year. And if the year really has taught us anything, it is how we can be more mindful as human beings, which kind of, you know, leads me into this question that I picked out of the book as I finished it that I thought was just a, a great question to answer here on the podcast. And that was, what do you want your mind to get better at? And if I could answer that for the whole, it would be th that I would like for our minds to all be better at being more mindful and conscious, aware, in control of ourselves. But for me, what I really sought out with mindfulness and what I wanted to get my mind better at was control over unrational fears, thoughts, anxieties. I understand that that's not going away, that I'm never going to not have an irrational fear, that I'm always going to have some form of anxiety. You know, I could wake up and tell myself I'm having a great day. And then 20 minutes later, I spilled my coffee on my pants and get the worst anxiety because I feel like, oh, well, even though nobody's going to see these pants and even though I'm going to take them off, well, now because I have to change my outfit, I'm going to be behind. And being in control of those thoughts and letting them come, acknowledging them, being aware of them and telling them that they don't have room in my life, that they're not allowed to exist, and then letting it go is so much more rewarding and uplifting for myself than if I were to just run with those thoughts throughout the day. You know, I spill the coffee on myself. I take maybe an extra minute or two just to pick out a new pair of pants. And instead of worrying that I don't have time to get everything done, well, during that time that I'm changing, you know, it's a quick take away from the situation to just breathe, change, go right back to my glorious frothed cup of coffee and then get into my day with the control through mindfulness i'm not i'm i'm not feeling as though i'm not there for myself either 
when I'm in control, I'm able to show up for myself so much more. You know, I'm able to get myself up at my early time. I usually wake up around 5, 5.30 sometimes. I start my day with my stoicism and exercise. Usually it's resistance. Sometimes it's yoga. It really depends. I try to start my week off with a little bit of a heavier workout and end light with yoga and then have the weekends off just to give my body a bit of a break. But when I'm in control of the day, of my life, of those moments, the the irrational unknowing, just it just seems to not be there while it's there. I know that it's there. I know that it's present, but I'm so much in control due to mindfulness that I'm not letting it affect me. And I do, I do really have to thank this book for giving my mind that insight. Like if a book could talk, I would thank the book and, you know, hopefully the book would respond, but we don't live in that kind of world where books talk. So my thank you really does go out to the author Rohan, you know, thank you for taking the lessons you learned through mindfulness, especially after understanding when and where you needed it in your life and sharing that lesson and those lessons with not just myself, but with your community. So thank you so much for that. I want to thank you here on the podcast for providing that resource to us. And I just want everybody to ask themselves as you're thinking about taking this journey into being more mindful is what do you want your mind to get better at? It really was a question that stuck out to me and it made me want, the question itself not only made me want to answer it, but it made me want to practice mindfulness even more. And if there's anything that can get you to practice positive habits more, I think that's a vice that we can all agree on. Can we not? Well, I do hope that, you know, there is something you guys could take away from this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I do hope you go out and pick up a copy of Modern Mindfulness. Again, I will make sure to link it into the show notes. I'm going to post it on social media, both my personal and the podcast page. If you follow those, you'll be able to check it out. My personal Instagram is Issa Will Hill. That is I-S-S-A-W-I-L-L-H-I-L-L. And the podcast page is Will to Win Podcast. And that is W-I-L-L, the number two, W-I-N-N podcast. So if you follow Issa Will Hill and Will to Win Podcast on Instagram, you will be able to keep up with updates you know, references that I make in the show, you'll be able to keep up on little things like this, you know, me sharing my resources with you guys, and I want to be able to do that. So go ahead, go follow, stay caught up, subscribe on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Actually, this podcast is on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor FM. So if you use any of those three right now, go ahead, subscribe to the podcast, and I will will be back next 
actually no, not next week, the following week, because next week is Christmas, so I am going to be taking the week off from podcasting, but I will still be posting on social, so again, follow me on there to stay caught up, and I will be back next time, and I hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas holiday.